Hey everybody, and welcome to episode 64 of the Metal and Magic podcast. I have no words for what this episode brings you. It's going to be a workshop in both improv and testing the limits of my willpower as a dungeon master. So I'm just going to, we're going to, we're just going to go straight into it because I, I got nothing. So here it is, episode 64 of the Metal and Magic podcast, Mammoth Mayhem. Where last we left our heroes, uh, Fenrir, right before going to bed, nighttime, looks out his window, which we've already established is the gap tooth in the octopus grin. I'm in his room. Yes. And uh, he casts Conjure Fae, but instead of conjuring a Fae, he conjures a CR6 mammoth 20 feet above ground. Mm-hmm. So, uh... The mammoth was crashing down to earth when we left uh, last time. Michael, roll a d20. I love rolling. Why are you doing that? You're the, word, the word heroes is loose. <laughs> Dude, it's so fucking loose right now. Two? I, okay, it was more of an odds or evens thing than it oh. was a uh, what number you get thing. Okay, so the mammoth comes crashing down to earth and beneath it... The guard does not get out of the way on time. Yes. And you just hear this crash as the mammoth enters the anti-magic field. The concentration link is broken. Allow me to read you the spell description for Conjure Fae. If your concentration is broken, the fake creature doesn't disappear. Instead, you lose control of it and it becomes hostile towards everyone around you, including your companion. Uh, an uncontrolled fae can't be dismissed by you. And it disappears an hour after you summon it. Okay. <clears throat> There's an angry mammoth for an hour. There is a very angry mammoth. You so should change your alignment to chaotic neutral, not chaotic good. <laughs> no, it's still good. More like chaotic, chaotic. You're, chaotic you're chaotic terrible. Yeah, somewhere like that. <laughs> Alright, so the mammoth falls and crushes the guard. Town folk around are horrified as the beast begins to rip through the town. There's blood everywhere. Immediately, someone begins to ring the bells atop a tower. Quickly, the guards begin to rush into the town square. Soon, dozens of guards begin to encircle the beast as it gets closer to the bar and to the lake. This thing is getting murdered and it's your fault. The guards form two groups, one that circles the beast with long spears drawn, and another another group makes a wider circle. These guards have bows and javelins. Um, really quick, I know Michael is awake. Uh, I have a list of people who I watched away. him cast the spell. And you could have stopped me. I didn't know what you were going to summon. Nobody did. Karox was also awake. So, uh, Michael, Karox, and uh, Mirna. When they finish with that one. Okay, you're I'll not... You're, this you stop interrupting my, uh, my cutscene. It says cannot be skipped every time you try and talk. God cannot, be cannot be skipped. Cannot be skipped. I've seen um, it cannot be skipped. It cannot be skipped. Um, the guards form two circles, the wider of which has ranged weapons. Um, the inner circle strikes with their spears and then immediately backs away. As they back off, the outer circle releases a volley that sinks deep into the hide of the mammoth. The beast then releases a, a mighty roar and rears back on its back legs. 
As it falls forward, its front feet strike the ground in a mighty roar. With a mighty roar, it releases a massive shockwave that knocks the entire inner circle back several feet. Yeah. The outer circle releases another volley as they try to buy time for the inner circle to gain back their footing. As the volley strikes the mammoth, the inner circle rushes in. The mammoth impales several guards on its tusks. Uh, but as the scuffle dissipates, another volley is launched and the mammoth falls to the ground. Uh, the guards stand triumphant over the beast. From the back of the group, you see the same stocky, raven-haired guard from the lake in the black and gold armor. He walks up and he starts giving instructions quickly to the other guards. A group of guards begin to clean up the rubble and carnage caused by the mammoth. They're slightly startled when the body of the mammoth fades out of existence. Uh, one of which was one of the guards was standing on top of it. He falls on his butt. Which guys from fall damage? No, he doesn't. Um, one of the guards quips to another, "I wish all our enemies popped out of existence like that one once they fell." Oh, that'd make cleanup so much easier. The other nods and lets out a huge belly laugh. Alright, here's where things happen. Morana, roll a deck save. Roll a deck save. No! Salar and Trake, roll a deck save. No! I'll ask you individually what they are. Does this have to do with magic? No! (laughs) Um, Alright, so Morana, you... What did you get on your deck save? 24. 24. So, um... You feel these people, like, shaking you in your bed. You didn't hear them enter your room. Um, you're startled awake, but you're able to, like, keep your composure. As they say, excuse me, we're so very sorry, but um, the guard captain would like all out-of-towners to meet in the town square, please. Okay. But also, I'm disappointed that you didn't give me the opportunity to do what I do in real life, which is pretend that I am still asleep. Because <laughs> I would have done that. No, that's not a... Ch- sorry, that wasn't one of your two options when you click either X or Square for the cutscene. I've um, got a PS4 player. I, like I have both. I've been playing PS4 recently. I like B. Because it's, it's the only thing that uh, the Spider-Man game's on. Uh, fair enough. B. Fair enough. I'm going to hold B down. Uh, Trake, what did you get? Deck save. 25. The same thing. You are startled awake, but you don't, like, fall out of your bed or anything. And the two guards uh, that are there with you, they um, they don't have weapons drawn. They don't have any manacles out. They just, they're standing there and they're like, We're so very sorry to wake you, but the, the guard captain is asking for all out-of-towners to come to the town square for a bit. We just have a couple questions about some goings-on in town. Oh, hey, by the way, while he's doing a thing, Chip and Eric are both here. Or are they? I don't know. Um, so, a six to persuasion. Hop on my back. No, but we'll walk behind you. I will throw you. We will get there faster. Okay, hold on. I'm going to throw him out the window. I gotta, so I'm going I'm to fly through the window. Okay, so I got a 12 on one of them. He's not going to get on your back, but the other okay. one's like, sure, why not? And he jumps on your back. All right, so I tell the other one, open the window. It's it's just a big opening. I, I need him to open the window. Is okay, it open? Hey, yes. All right, I fly through with homeboy number two, and 
We just wave at him and get to the town square. So you go to fly. <laughs> and your boots don't work. Well, you jump out the here window. We go. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to do a grapple bonus action as fallen. I'm going to use the... You're going to try to catch the ledge? No. Or I'm going to use the uh, guard number two as a, as a meat shield. Oh, oh my god. god. Alright, so we're going to roll... What is your alignment? Um, chaotic good. Lawful the good. worst! Almost. <sighs> I rolled a 15 on the die. Yeah, so that didn't work. Alright, so you fall. He uses you. And you take... You're both going to take... Five falling damage. Oh, so okay. You fall from the... You jump out and... You're like, alright guys, let's go! Boom! Superman pose and you fall straight down. On your face. But because of your thick Goliath skin, you uh, only take five damage. But you saved yourself the use of stairs. Yeah, because... And open a door. At least one door. That's a lot of work, man. So the the god looks... Gets off of you, but he like stands up on your back and then steps off. And he's like... That didn't work. Uh, Weird. Come on. Uh, I love your dice tonight. I know. Uh, So my five to intimidation. (laughs) You can fly everywhere else now. And I storm away. Alright, so are you heading to the town square? Wherever that is. Yeah, it's just, it's, you're almost there just by leaving the, uh, the bar. I'm so, not leaping. I'm, I'm going to walk down. Not le- leaping. I'm going to go in the air. So he follows you, and the other guard comes running out of the bar, and he's like, oh. He's looking up in the, like, air, and he sees his friend, like, waving. He's like, we didn't, we didn't do it. And uh, he's like, okay. And they just kind of walk with you. Um, you see Morana coming out of the bar, uh, out of the inn as well. Uh, Salar, what did you get on your deck? Six. Okay. So, Salar, you feel like someone trying to rouse you from your sleep. Uh, not gently. They're shaking you. Oh, God. And you, like, freak out because you might have been having, like, a nightmare or something, and you flip out of your bed. And you're like, wait, what? And the guy looks at you. There's no wait what. Okay, you just, you just get up. It's straight up a, like... Fall on the ground and like immediately just like the heck's happening. Hands up in defense. Yeah. They looked at was sorry to startle you so in the midst of your slumber. But the god captain is asking all out of towners to convene in the center square. Uh, he has a couple questions to ask everybody. Uh, and you do see they don't have weapons drawn, they don't have manacles out, they're not asking you to be handcuffed, they just want you to convene in the square. It's a very like it's 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 like a at least a solid minute of just like silently staring at them. And they're they're looking around and they're like, "Should we ask her again?" I don't know. I know she definitely heard us, ma'am. It's mandatory. Yes, please. Is it mandatory if I leave? Uh, no. Uh, the gates are sealed. We're just asking people to convene. So we can ask you a couple of questions in a very casual setting out near the lake. Why can't a casual setting be like because the captain can't, Because the captain can't talk to everybody and if they're in separate breaks. places. We don't have that many sofas. Ma'am, please come with us. 
They're gonna start. They're Have gonna pull you out seen their this building? Say, Stop resisting! I'm not resisting. Yeah, <laughs> that, that's what they all say. Stop resisting! <laughs> he shoots you with his gun. Stop <laughs> resisting. Stop <laughs> resisting. Sorry. Jesus. What is it too real for you, Eric? <laughs> Your blood is resisting me. <laughs> anyway, uh, no, we would. We are asking all to convene. Uh, we've already gotten a couple of the people. Uh, down the hall from you to come with us. Okay. Because they don't know you enter together because you are all snakes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um. I guess while they're talking, I'm gonna start like gathering my stuff, and that includes like nothing. So uh, the moment they see you, either go for your armor or for your weapon. They're like, "Ma'am, we need you to come with us now." Now. As in right now. You guys are boring. That sucks for you. Come with us. Please. They okay. still don't have weapons out. They're not brandishing handcuffs. Okay. Oh, yeah. Okay, so you get down there a couple of minutes after the other two because of your argument. But you get down there and you see um, them lined up. Uh, a couple people that you know already there and a couple other people. We'll get to that later. Manu, the two guards that have been posted at your door all night open the door softly, and you hear the following. Um, I- excuse me, sir. Uh, we-, we need you to come to the town square. The, the guard captain is calling for all out-of-towners. He has questions for everyone. Please. Why? Well, you see, a mammoth fell out of the sky <laughs> and killed a, 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 several guards. Just, just kind of sit there for a second. Just did you say mammoth? Yeah, big woolly elephant thing. Large tusks. Lots of noise. Many deaths. I kind of roll over. I'm not a magic user. I'm trying to go back to sleep. The other, the guy who wasn't talking looks at the guy that was talking. He's like, "Well, you know, he has been here all night. Uh, maybe we can just let him sleep." And stand guard, and everything will be fine. Throw five gold at that guy. Good man! <laughs> he picks up, he's like, all right, thank you very much. And they shut the door, but they, they, you can still hear them like chatting back and forth through your door. Karax, you are startled as the door to your room splinters open. I'm joking. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I get a nice casual. Hey, Boom! Hey, buddy. The guy that's been causing the most trouble. <laughs> Listen, this is payback. <laughs> no, Karas, you are startled as your door opens. It's not soft. It's not exploding. They just open your door. And, um... Four guards. There's crossbow bolts in the walls. <laughs> yeah, you... All around the door frame. No, from my experiments. Mm-hmm. No, so they open the door, and they're like, uh, So we expected you to be asleep, but now that you're awake, this is quite easier. Um, the town ca- guard captain is asking all people from out of town to come to the square for a couple of questions. Everything's fine. As you can see, we're not here threatening you. Uh, we just have a couple of questions for you that must be asked by the town guard captain. He rolled a die, everyone. I'm sure you heard it. <laughs> he doesn't have his character sheet, everyone! It's right here. <laughs> I've got, you know, Kay's... Binder all in my space. You can just lay your stuff on there. It's, it's fine. okay. It's okay. Um, 
okay. 19 to persuasion. I'm already there. <laughs> Three of the guards look at the guy who was talking, and they are 100% like, dude, he's like already there. And the one who was talking was like, shut the fuck up. No, he's right here. So, but I'm not. That's a weird Jedi mind trick you just did. <laughs> but, but I'm like, not, I feel though. Like persuasion isn't like a weird Jedi. You were expecting Bring me tacos. You were no. expecting me to be here, which is why you see me here. So, but in reality, I'm already in. He's obviously not a magic user. We should go. <laughs> Clearly a bard. <laughs> Clearly, he's, he's just a door to door door salesman. <laughs> Um, no, we would really appreciate your presence in the town square, please. Just for a couple of minutes. It's not going to take very long. And you can get back up here to do... How far away from here are they? More crossbow stuff? <laughs> As they look at the door. Are they still in the doorway? They've walked into your room. Like, how far into the room? They're in conversation <laughs> range with you. So about like this far away. Like five and a half feet away from me. Okay, I'll, I'll, I'll begin. Oh, I forgot. You want to know exactly how far away they are because of the stones. Yeah. Yeah, they're about five and a half feet away from you. Uh, I got right up in your face. Okay. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna head out. I guess. Okay. Um, <laughs> eight. To what? There are no bolts in this wall. <laughs> so what you do with your room is on you. You pay for it for the night. Not our problem. There's no blood. Yet. Nine. You put the bolts in the wall. You must pay for it. Throw the 19. Uh, you don't get paid enough for this shit. Come on, man. And they just okay, it, was, it was fun. Uh, Michael. Hey, did you see the snake charm? One of them turns around and he's like, "No, I haven't seen him. I heard about him from the guy at the guard, from the guard at the door earlier today, but uh, I haven't seen him yet." Last, like I've heard about his exploits or whatever you would word you would use or how good he is. Or whatever word snakes. you might use. It's got to be magic. Well, he is an out of towner, so the uh, only way theoretically he'll be in the town square. We could all see him. Oh my god, we have to convince him it's all the snake armor. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, you head down. Um, Fenrir and Marina, you are also startled as... Can I just say that as soon as he summoned the mammoth, I, like, jumped on my dragon and flew out of the window? Yeah, that's fine. Okay. So you are, I assume, just <laughs> I like, hovering over... We're gonna get over. in trouble, bye. <laughs> are you just, like, hovering over the town like, right now? I'm gonna cast invisibility on myself again, and I'm gonna stay high enough that... The anti-magic field can't take it off of That's me, fine. but I'll like be close by. Okay. Uh, unfortunately, there's an elf who likes to skip, or there's a dwarf who likes to skip. So you're like like at 11 feet, and he jumps up, and you fall down. No, I'm joking. It's fine. You're fine. I wouldn't fall down. Your, your, your invisibility falls down. Um, <laughs> onto him, and then onto him, and then it was weird because anyway, Fenrir, you are startled as your door flings open. I'm not really startled. <laughs> I expected. I expected this. And they're like, uh, sir, the guard captain is... You're a, you're a dog person. 
That's weird. <laughs> Wait, okay, so... The guard captain is expecting all local town... Or all non-locals to come to the town square. Eric, what kind of porn are you watching on your phone in the middle of the fucking show? It's not porn. That's... that. Mm-hmm. It's no, a kid's game. Maybe the sex. 18. Mm-hmm. All right, I rolled an 18. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously unacceptable because you are a bipedal dog man. I'm on all fours. No, you're not. <laughs> I'm already. (laughs) I'm a wolf. Yeah. Excuse me, sir. I am just a wolf. (laughs) A wild shapes into a wolf. I could have done that instead of acting. Oh well. Too bad. No. Okay. I go to the. I go to the square. (laughs) All right. So you guys all meet down there in the square, except for Mirna, who is currently flying above head. No one even knows she's in this town. Nope. Where'd she go? I'm trying to keep it like. She's invisible. But her, no. but her pseudo dragon's not. So it's just yeah. like a weird pseudo dragon <laughs> flying around. It's gonna attack. Okay, the black-haired cleric-like dwarf that you've all seen earlier, you know Thorin, from earlier, uh, walks up to the group of out-of-towners herded into the square. He looks at everyone all as you are all lined up. In, in just a straight line facing him. Oh, it's, it's more of a loose group, but it's fine. Is there anyone else besides us? Yes, I'm going to go through that in cool. the description. They've, that got us, they've got us lined up like a... Like, Is he like trying to pull a about to get fucking hit by a firing squad? <laughs> no, no. No one has their weapons drawn. Um, and I, I said it's more of a loose group than a line. We you guys are high strong. Anyway, no you don't. Um, so here's what you see... There's a uh, high elf male who appears to be in his night clothes. Three or four humans who were obviously drinking the bars they were rounded up. They were allowed to keep their drinks. Um, <laughs> I thought the drinks weren't allowed to leave the bar. <gasps> they were herded out so quickly they they just didn't. The bartender wasn't able to stop them. Oh, like what armor? <laughs> a gnome with bright yellow hair and kind of crazy bug eyes. A dragonborn female with golden scales. She carries a either a staff or a walking stick with her. Um. And there are a few others in the group, but no one else that really sticks out, just like humans. Um, so he's talking to you guys. He raises his hand and most everybody shuts up. And he says, One of you summoned that beast. That thing killed six of my gods. Destroyed several homes in the area. Now I want answers. Who amongst you is hiding a horrible magical power? As you can see, we made it a point to not use magical restraints. James is about to roll a dice. Once he's done talking. That's going to be on my last page. Well, keep going. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, He says, as you can see, we haven't used magical restraints on any of you. And my guards are several steps back. So you can assume the stones don't work in this area. You're free to use whatever magic you might be able to. He walks over to the gnome with the bright yellow spiky hair and he says, Was it you? You look like a mage if I've ever seen one. And the gnome kind of looks up at him and he's like, No, no, sir. I, I don't have any magical abilities. Um, he looks intently at the gnome. Uh, up and down, looks at him and he goes, Ah, you're right. 
Uh, next, he walks over to the golden dragonborn, who stands very tall over this stocky dwarf. He looks up at her, and he says, What about you, shiny dragon? Do you have any magic that could cause this carnage? She looks down at him with almost a snarl, and she goes, No, but if I had magic, trust me, you'd know. She says, Unless you count this, and she bares her teeth, and you can see the fire. Like, behind her teeth. Yeah. Um, everyone watching, roll a perception check. No, you can't use passive. Mm. <clears throat> Eric. Advantage because I'm up really high? No. Damn it. Should be disadvantage because you're farther away. Actually, for this specific thing, it really should be. But no. Yeah, 11. No. 16. No. 13. No. James. Nothing impressive. Twenty-three. Yes. Chip says no. Is yeah. Twenty-two. Yes. Salar and Morana, you um, you see uh something happen. Nice. I'm sorry. I lost my place. (laughs) It's fucking awesome. (laughs) You notice his hand movements as he's talking to the golden dwarf, uh, the golden dragonborn. Um, he's casting a spell. Uh, both of you rolled very well. Uh, give me Arcana checks. Megan, what'd you get? Thirteen. Okay. Sixteen. Uh, you both got it. He's casting Detect Magic. Ah. He sees her fire behind her teeth, and without flinching, he looks her dead in the eyes, and he says, No, that means nothing to me. You pose no threat. As he finished talking to each person, he waves a hand, and they are, uh, a guard walks up to him, tells him they can leave, and they go back to their rooms, or homes. He moves on to the next one, a high elf male in his night clothes. The elf is visibly sweating, and a bit shaky. He looks down at the guard captain, and before the dwarf can even speak, you see the elf drop to his knees, fingers clasped in a pleading fashion. Please, 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 sir, I am but a simple sorcerer. I don't have anything that could have caused this, but I'm sure I couldn't have caused this. (laughs) And the dwarf says, so you admit that you are a sorcerer. What ancestry is your bloodline? He goes, sir, sir, I am but a simple wild magic sorcerer. Oh no. He freezes. He's barely breathing. Each breath becomes more and more shallow. He he opens his mouth and nothing comes out after that. But he tries again and can't get the words out. He's like, I, I am so certain that I've gotten this under control. Please, my lord, I beg of you, I haven't had any sleep-casting problems in over a week! <laughs> James rolled a die. Ten, ten to persuasion. Uh, is it Cedric looking for a wild sorceress? Sorcerer. Sorcerer. He, he looks over at you and he's like, That's information that's weird for you to have, but, um... <laughs> It's on the one it's <laughs> You're correct. 
Um, and doesn't he change races? <laughs> <laughs> Shit, <else>. you're right. <laughs> um, How many people are you going to murder tonight? Great, I said we're witch hunters. All of them. Poor individual. The captain <laughs> looks at his guards, and with a slight nod, they begin to advance. Each one of them have a pair of those specially etched cuffs in their hands. As they advance, Thorin says, Don't make this harder than it needs to be, son. Just go with them, and we'll get this all sorted out later. Seems like the captain had more to say, but before he could get the rest out, the guy yells, No! No, I'm not going back to jail! Sorry, that was really loud. Um... He holds his head in his hands and drops into the fetal position, gets a rock back and forth. Uh, he begins to mutter something under his breath as two guards begin to pick him up and literally drag him towards the barracks. Um, and if you remember, the barracks is to the left of the main entry gate. Um, as, he, as he's drugged down the street, you see these pink puffs of smoke followed by blue puffs of smoke start to emanate from his ears and his eyes. Suddenly, there are ten goats in the town square. Case solved! (laughs) And the fire glows on every torch and brazier glows three times as bright. I want you to know I randomly rolled wild magic stuff for this. (laughs) Nice. Um, He continues to mumble as they remove him from the square. Suddenly, he cries out, Yes! Now I understand! I accept your gifts! And like that, he turns to granite. That was the third one I rolled. Mm. Wow. Um, now they have a creepy statue. So the two <laughs> dwarves are pulled to the ground under the weight of this now petrified stone elf. Um, Thorin in a deep growl. Um, sorry. That was the wrong one. Um, the captain walks over to the guards and the uh, stone elf and helps the guards up with a gruff. Get up, man! What are you doing? Uh, he looks at the statue of a crying male elf in a fetal position and says, Get a crew and a wagon. Move this to subfloor two. Put him somewhere he can be seen just in case. Uh, the captain comes back to the crowd in the center of town. He says, It appears, as he gestures to the goats roaming the town square, <laughs> one of which just fell into the water. <laughs> That we have our culprit. Culprit. (laughs) I'm truly sorry for waking you all. Please accept my sincerest apology and have your next drink on me. He looks to the tavern where you can see Otto, the crazy red-headed frizzy uh, female elf, sticking her head out of the door, watching everything that's happened. And he goes, Otto, give all these lovely folks whatever they want within reason. Put it on my tab. Otto looks, and with a gentle nod, she says, uh, Yes, sir, Captain Thorne, right away, sir, sir. <laughs> and does this weird salute, like, kind of like if Anthony did a weird salute. And um, He probably salutes like this. That's Canadian salute. And British. Exactly. Um, and, then, uh, and then she just uh, shuts the door. And Thorin says, uh, he looks at all of you and he goes, We welcome outsiders as long as they remember that they are our guests. This is our home. We want you to be safe just as much as we would like to remain safe. 
which is why we have the rules and the laws that we do. So again, I apologize for rousing you from your sleep in such a fashion. You're free to go. Three cheers for our heroic captain of the guard! Watch out, you kind of sound like a mammoth when you're doing that. <laughs> oh my god, man! Must be in the water. Oh my goodness. So you guys go back to your room. Yeah, I grab all my stuff. You're gonna go to sleep? It's it's only been like thirty minutes at most. I'm still get, the middle it's still nighttime. Going get a free beer. Um yep. while we're out here and there's a bunch of guards around, I wanna look and see like if any of their magic stones are like visible. On their person. Roll perception check. I think it's a 17. Um, I could be wrong, though. Hold on. Uh, 16. None of them are holding any magical stones, and you don't specifically see any visible. Mm. So you guys can go up, grab your drinks, have your drinks delivered to your room. All on Thorin's tab. And food, right? He said whatever you want within reason. Yes. I, I think we made it a point to note about how much you got your character ate last Yeah, time. I'm not sure you're hungry. Yeah. I mean, he's always hungry. <laughs> no, I'm always hungry. He's like me in real life. Megan, are you dead? <laughs> Megan has doubled over on her chair, covered in a comforter. She is just... She's still moving, dude. She's got breath on she, her. She needs more... Chocolate milk. There's still chocolate milk in this cup. You need to put more in there. Oh. <laughs> yeah, so I will have all their bacon and all their eggs. They will bring you a continuous supply. Yes. But not all of it at once. But they'll bring it up to you. In well, yeah, that's Are they going to put it all in that guy's yeah. tab? <laughs> yeah, it sounds like it. I want to hang out with Drake and drink yep. one of those rest drinks in the crystal. Okay. So they'll bring you up one of those. Yeah. Which yeah. means I don't have seven, but I drink one. So now I have six. I want to drink one of the fire ones. Are okay. there... Alright, we're back from a baby flu flash break where I had to go save a cat from a toilet. Um, sorry. Uh, Myrna says she would like to order a mountainside grog. So, it's actually mountainside golden grog. It's a light brown ale with a crisp effervescence about it. It smells of rainfall and bananas. And it tastes of earthy notes followed by oats and barley. Uh, you drink it. And uh, it just makes you feel like you could drink. Like you could hold your liquor a lot better than you can. Oh. It instills a false confidence in your drinking abilities. Hmm. Oh, yeah, that's the one I like to do drinking games with. So you guys get whatever drinks you get. Uh, you get whatever food you want. Night passes and the next morning you all wake up to someone barking orders in a military style cadence you all rush to your windows and you see a formation of guards all wielding spears with uh, Captain Thorin walking through the ranks inspecting his guards you hear some unintelligible commands as the guards go from attention into their attack positions and another as they go back into attention with their spears straight up at their sides. The camera will like zoom over 
uh, Salar's shoulder through the window and into the town square. As Thorne leads his people through their daily inspection. Thorne goes to the front of the squadron and you can clearly hear him ask them to bring out their anti-magic stones. Almost in unison, they reach with their left hand into a pouch on their sides and produce their stones. Yes, James! Just a eight perception. Mm-hmm. See if I see where they get it. Unless you're just telling them. No, I, you guys you guys will all see this. Uh, I mean, okay. it's it's a large contingent of guards. The town square is right outside. Okay. Um, it's, it's a pouch that they keep on their right side that they grab with their left hand. Um... Instantly, Thorin runs up to a guard who is obviously not holding his stone in his hand. He's in his face, yelling. You hear the following. We must have these stones on us at all times to prevent what happened last night. Do you want to end up like the six soldiers that died when, they, when that mammoth fell from the sky and wreaked havoc on our town? Do you know the penalty for failure to comply with regulations, Onan? The nor- nervous dwarf looks shakily at Thorin. He kind of puffs off his chest, though. He says, I, I do, sir. However, I-, I don't think this warrants such a harsh punishment. I have the stone. It's in my bag. At the barracks. I can go get it right now. I, I must have just left it there on accident. Thorin, in a deep growl. That's where that was. I said it earlier, but it's here now. Uh, you don't think you deserve a punishment. He looks to the group and kind of raises his voice a little louder. He doesn't think that he deserves a punishment. He begins to pace back and forth in front of the line. He stops in front of Onan again. About nine feet in front of him. He strokes his onyx beard, and when his finger touches that obsidian stone with the volcano etched in it, uh, it kind of twitches, almost indistinguishable to you guys, to the naked eye, but you see just a little twitch. That moment, he mutters something under his breath, and suddenly, Onan's armor begins to glow red hot. Over the next few minutes, you all watch on, and so does everyone else, as Onan is cooked within his own plate armor, failing to get it off because it takes a long fucking time to get your armor off. Yeah. Fellow guard's looking on. He tries frantically to doff his heavy armor, but it takes way too long, and eventually he succumbs to the heat and drops to the ground. He made us weak. He left us open for attack. He was the guard posted on the gate who allowed that sorcerer into our city. Thorin walks over to the crispy carcass of Onan. He will be buried outside of the mountain, his grave unmarked. Stripped of his name. The end of the stone hammer line is here. Henceforth, no one will acknowledge the stone hammer name. Wipe it from memory. Erase it from history. And clean this up. Uh, Thorin picks up Onan's spear. And he cracks it over his knee. No one need wield the weapon of a traitor. Melt his armor and forge it into something useful. Uh, Thorin kind of turns his back to the group. And he, uh... Four dwarves break rank and start gathering the armor and shield off of the body. 
Uh, Thorin looks back at his troops and he goes, Go to your posts! You're dismissed. Um, those four guards will bring the body through the gate. And that's all you see of that. Uh, the camera zooms back out as the soldiers break up and head to their respective posts. As we do, we see Thorin walking towards the largest house in town, where you've all assumed the Mountain King spends most of his time. On the balcony of the top floor, you see a figure, shrouded in shadow, slightly, but still visible. A stocky dwarf with dull gems studding his armor and a huge stone crown. He looks over his city in what you assume is a look of disgust. Thorin opens the door, and the uh, dwarf on the balcony just kind of fades into the shadows. It's the next morning! What do you do? By the way, I mean, obviously I wouldn't have done this, but it would have been a perfect time for me to summon a mammoth above that guy. (laughs) (laughs) That would be great! (laughs) Do it now, the way. He's a crispy charred corpse. So, uh, and that would have killed me. <laughs> I, I would have had them know exactly where it came from. Because I'm sick of your mammoths. Oh. Also, I don't know what happened to my pencil. There it is. So, you guys are awake. You just watched all that happen. I just talked for 40 minutes. So now it's your turn. <laughs> what's, what's going on, children? What are we thinking? What are our thoughts about these mountain babies? I don't even remember why we came in here. Yes. Um, we came in here to stop dwarves. an army. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, the hill dwarves and all that. Okay. Being hill dwarves were Things captured, did. murdered, enslaved. Yeah. Oh yeah, we were gonna go to that tunnel, weren't we? You tried. No, no, we were. Well, we just saw people there. We can like. He said he can cast invisibility on everybody, and we can go yeah. in. But they all have anti-magic stones. We don't know that. You do know that. Literally, you explicitly just, know that. The only person who didn't have an anti-magic stone just got roasted. Yeah. Maybe Southern You uh But they have to hold it with their left hand. Well so go the right work. of them. It, it does work inside the pouch. That's also been established. It's like alternating. But they have we to hold can, it with we their know left where hand. it is. We know it's in a pouch. We can just shoot it and destroy it and scurry it along. So you the think they won't notice that suddenly point. like there's an arrow yeah, sticking out the side of their leg. So do you guys meet up for the morning and this is the discussion you might have? Yes. No. But not downstairs. <laughs> no, in someone's chair? room. I did not go to bed. Okay, well then, do you want one of these Flow Rest Ciders? Yes. Here. Flow Rider Cider. So yeah, all your spell slots are back, everybody. All your health is back. You've had your long rest, whether you actually yeah, slept or drank a long rest drink. Cause if I yeah, use my... we stayed up all night. We had a fun little slumber party. Yeah. If I use my six-level spell slot, I can cast invisibility on six of us. You can do it on yourself. And we can shoot before I cast invisibility. We can shoot the magic stones, destroy them, invisible, and scurry past. What if you miss? Then we shoot again. <laughs> then we roll initiative, which is what happened after the shot anyway. And you then we shoot on them too. And you're invisible. And then A mammoth. And I can summon an elemental at the same time to cause a distraction. The mammoth shot at them, and when they're attacking the mammoth... Can I put, like, a little crossbow on the mammoth? (laughs) Uh Uh-uh. 
a howdah. I actually You've already weaponized it enough. Thing that I'm he just summons a mammoth that has a ballista on its back. What are you curious about, Salar? Karamak says. <laughs> Does anyone know how to turn those stones on? I think I they're think just they're always on. Yeah. It's that one. And it's a ten foot radius. <laughs> you haven't done anything magical. No, I haven't. Mm-hmm. I've literally done absolutely nothing magical. I have a magic I stone have, on no, me. No, I, I, I had that and I, just, I shot. Oh, you did. Gave it. You gave it to oh, him. Yeah. Okay. He, he destroyed it. Dang it. Were you gonna fuck my plan up? No, I wasn't gonna. No, what I was. It'd still be nice to get one of those because you saw he just like roasted that guy in his own armor. So like. We also can't ever turn it off. Yeah, but also, some people don't need to use magic at all. <gasps> but what if I go super Wait. Saiyan? Then stay at least ten feet away from me. Oh, but it works on. What if I put in a bag of holding? It works on magic items too. So I mean, you would be nerfing everybody. <laughs> Only those within ten feet. Yeah, that's everybody. Usually, we usually Isn't clump your together pretty bad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we need to I take all. I would just go of down them. to like a. We need to steal 19. all of them. What about your weapons? It's a lot. Oh wait, we know that guy had his stone in the um, barracks. The second die on my. I don't know how we're gonna sneak in there, but we can Sorry. steal another one. What if, what if, he didn't guys. really leave it in the barracks. What if his stone is the one that he <laughs> shot and destroyed? And he just thought he left it. No, because we, we got that, that one from, from the, the, the hill, hill place. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. So he could have also just lost it and been lying. Yeah. All we have to do is break into the barracks to find. Let's do this, Eric. What are your thoughts? Well, uh, last night I was thinking the guard captain has been fairly lenient. Maybe he's not happy with how things have been going. <laughs> But after this morning's display, I'm wondering if it's worth even salvaging the guard. Do we just wreck house and take the guards, take the king, get rid of our problems? Do we go straight chaotic? No, no, no. no. It's it's a matter of we're in hostile territory. We are fighting a war against Cedric. Cedric owns this town. Yeah. I was hoping we could sway them to fight for us. But after this morning's display, is it worth it? This nope. sounds very similar to what we did in your Curse of Strahd campaign. Yeah. So I like this plan. <laughs> the problem I, I had... shoot the townmaster on the horse at the parade. <laughs> yeah, well, fuck, let's fight the whole guard now and ruin the city. But the problem I'm having is I was hoping we could talk to the guard this morning, but again, after <clears> seeing him kill his own, I don't think he's worth trying to sway to our side. I think we should investigate these tunnels realistically. There's one at the bottom of the water. Huh? The one so, that we're looking for is at the bottom of the water. Well, there. so when he swam all the way down to the bottom, yeah, I like a glass this. dome, there was another tunnel. I know this, but this is the first time Karox is... Oh, yeah, yeah he's, he's in character. Oh, I'm... He's doing good. I'm Dungeon Master. <laughs> yeah. God, it's like, what? Yeah, when I was in the lake, I was doing a little recon. Uh, the tunnel that we're looking for is at the bottom of that lake. <clears throat> There's also a prison. And, uh... <clears throat> anybody interested in gold? Always. 
Wait, I have another question. It's useful to buy. The guy that got taken away, did we actually see where he went? I think I know where he went. The 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 statue man? Yeah, but do we know how to get to that place without going into a glass tube? You saw them bring him to the barracks. Okay. Yeah. So the barracks probably leads underground then. Bing bong. Okay. Bong bong bong. But how we get into the treasure vault is that the point to the castle is through there. I mean I can get me and one other person in there. And I'll we can we can go in there, take all the gold, get out, leave town, and retire. <laughs> in the end. So, like, um... Hold on. Okay. Don't you care about your freedom, though? I'm shark, you know. Try to buy my way out of this. That is true. I am on a path of Redemption. <laughs> For those of you at home, he did finger quotes. <laughs> oh, god damn it. So I guess the question at this point is, do we try to find a lower level guard who is willing to be swayed to our side of things, or do we just wipe the town? Leave as many innocents as we can, of course. Option Separate. A. As much as I would hate to Fair admit it. And an all-out brawl against the town's guard, I wouldn't be of much use. You can crossbow bolt those towns. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And I the melee will I would that. be spending all of my actions shooting at stones. I mean, that would help. <laughs> I might as well just shoot at people. At people. We have Trake and... Um, that oh is my true. god. He, mi- he might as well just Manu. shoot at people. <laughs> at least that way he's damaging people. Yeah. Yep. And we can always get mercenaries. If they'll even come back. And then it was, it was hard enough oh, trying to get in here yeah. the first time. And then once they get within range, then they're still going to be violent towards everyone, including us, except for him because he not. We yeah, just stay away from that area. Cloaks, I forget so that that's away. code word for zombies sometimes. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, yeah. I thought he meant actually hiring people. No. no. <laughs> Either way, you'd have to leave and come back. Anyway, if, if my answer still works. Or do we just cut off the two heads of the snake of this town? We take the guard captain. We oh. take the king. Go to the king right now. Let's yeah, we can just, I don't think we can just waltz up to the king. I mean, he's already there, right? We could request both, an audience. Both of our yeah, targets are in that building. Like, with no political reason of being here that they know of. Trick, I do know. believe you have your favorite mm-hmm. door knocker. Yes, I do. Can anyone do crafting? Maybe somebody's a crafter. Or we could just say we're here on behalf of Cedric. You could be a snake person again. No, you could turn no, Megan into a snake. You guys are all having such wild, beautiful ideas. Well, what's your idea? We still have time. Why are we sitting here trying to stop this army with just a handful of us instead of going and like bringing in more people to help. Well, so that's what we came here for. No, we came here to stop the army that is here. Mm-hmm. But we right. didn't get the Hill Dwarves. We didn't have anyone with us. If the Hill Dwarves are anything like the ones that we ran into, they're not going to be of any use. They're going to be weak, malnourished. They will not be able to stand by themselves, most likely. So. Give them your potions. I only have five. So what you're suggesting is we leave this town to Cedric and continue down the path to finding others to aid us. 
Instead of destroying part of his army and weakening him. How are we supposed to destroy this army? Just uh, thinking. Draw starlight with this. It doesn't work with the magic around the magic stones. I don't need the magic. I just need a blade. I do. <coughs> well, I need okay, it. so realistically, magic user, magic user, magic user, magic user. Kind, I mean, I don't think Smite will work. She's so. kind of a magic user, and she's kind of a magic user. Yeah, but all of our he- all of our good stuff is magic. Like, mm-hmm. my sword even is magic. I'd also like to point out that Trake now understands that the divine weapons don't work in the magic field. Yeah, yeah which means that half ram. of the damage that I do with my sword isn't going to work. I didn't say it would be easy. I said it would be worth it. If mm. we don't just flat out die, because... <clears throat> We're not going to have nearly as high of a defense, nearly as good of an offense. So we stick with subterfuge. I got meat shields. So. At, at the at the very least, how much gold was in that room? Enough to supply an army with fund an army. Let me put it to you this way, Scrooge McDuck. We would need his bag of holding to carry all of it. No, I mean, so it it's a lot. It's enough. Oh, it wouldn't even fit in there. No, it was a so huge. We would need army. three bags of holding. It's enough to fund an army, though. Yeah. Easily. Let's that could be. Him. That could be Cedric's hoard. Ooh. We could take his money from him too. Yeah. Ooh. Financially bankrupt this town. We go to other good people who will fight for us and tell them, "Hey, there's gold over here." That's exactly what I'm. This is your. To say. This is like, your reward. This would be. Something. This is half of what you're gonna get, but we have to go get it. Like, why not do it all? Wipe them out, take their gold, but do it all to where it will be done. Are you concerned we're running out of time, though? What, what do you mean? Once we get out of time. town, I can fly. I mean, I'm I sure Cedric's going to make a move at some point. It's been a while since his last move. Mm-hmm. What no else one just says. The Arcanium. Well, I believe. Mm-hmm. Regardless of what we do, I think we should definitely take care of this before the final army because he might supply ma- these magic stones to the entire army. And that would really, Even really more suck. To stay and wipe it out. Not to mention, we've done pretty good in towns by ourselves. Yes, but we also <clears throat> haven't had this many people to fight. I'm so happy I finally made and something hard. <laughs> <laughs> we haven't had this many people to fight. That would give us such a major handicap. We need to cause an avalanche on this town. That's really what we need to do. We need to get out and basically cave in the mountain. Megan goes... Megan, (laughs) somehow we fly Megan up to the the ceiling of the cavern, and she just starts using thunderous smite on the walls. I do thunderwave adamantine ram to the... Throwing this out there, these people did already destroy a whole bunch of innocents. The militia, sure. Not the innocent people. Yeah, maybe we should just focus on... They are basically all malnourished and all dying down there. Right. So you want to cave in the prison that's down there underneath the city as well. You know... Multiple innocents here that we're just going to give up. I mean, but they probably know what's going on. How innocent are they? Yeah, but that's mercenaries. We're talking prisoners, though, too. Well, yeah, I guess. If we can save the prisoners, then we can try... Megan but just pulled everything off the table. It, but if it comes down to it, wouldn't wiping this entire place out just be better? It's a lot of blood. 
But it's a lot I of don't really have a moral compass. Look. <laughs> None of you We're... fucking have a moral compass except the one person who doesn't talk. <laughs> let's, let's be honest. Moron's mute now. It's it's You're war. Welcome. No war goes on without the blood of innocence being spilled. Hey guys, that's the necromancer. Yeah. <laughs> Hurrah! So, if if it you know puts a big dent in Cedric's army and like um, you said the uh, the right. magic stones is a big handicap against us and if they would supply it to the rest of the Cedric army then we'd like we'd kind of be fucked because the Arcanian would be out of commission we would be out of, a lot of us could be out of commission and then yeah a lot of our allies so would we be can, screwed if we can stop the flow of that and if we cave down the mountain, so we can't get too Matt, from a DM standpoint, as he's talking and milling it over, uh-huh. Karox kind of has an idea. We need a way in, right? How close am I sitting to Karox? However close you want to be, buddy. Next to Karox him. has been saying You're the same thing that now. I'm saying. Where, where are your You're hands? as close to him as a magic stone with dwarf's ass. Well, great. Well, at first, first I was saying that we should go into the tunnel, and now we're talking about. Yeah. We went from that to But he's to all like, Karox has a point. I'm like, he just said what I just said. Well, no, 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 no. I've had an like, how to get in to the, either the barracks or to go see the king, right? We need a way in. Yeah. I had a brilliant idea. Now sitting next to you, pull out the manacles, slap it on your wrist. I do believe we have a wanted man. For what? A way in. Yeah, but they're not going to let us escort him in. Why not? They'd let you... At least bring him to the guards. Yeah, we're they're not going off. to let us do. They're not going to let us escort him all the way down. They're going to do it themselves. We would be seeking a reward. They're not going to take us into their treasury. They'll We're be not like, looking for the treasury. We're seeing the king. Oh, you think? I don't the think king you guys are going to be involved in that. He's got to sentence him. No, did, they'll be like, okay, see what we'll they how doing? dare you assume the legal system in my fantasy world? <laughs> did you see? You've been using it. That's literally not how like, he did not even legal sentence the, the sorcerer. Yeah. The sorcerer, they just started to drag away they to bring, bring him to the, the barracks. They were arrested. This, is a, this is a prisoner goats. of war, though. They'd sentence him quick. Okay, that's, They'd probably still bring him into the barracks. That's a 10. The, the king could be having a meeting. Or something. Are you attacking me? No. Oh. <laughs> That's a 15. Sorry, y'all. I'm down here on the floor taking notes. <laughs> That's a 15. Oh, I'm, ro- I'm re-rolling my stats. <laughs> Cursing death sentencing me. No, no, no. We'd get you out. I know. I'm just playing. It's a joke. You're so convinced that the king is going to immediately sentence him. How he's, do you know he's, he's worth, not going to have, well, no, like... He's worth 5,000 gold, right? He is. The king's gonna want to see that this is the guy that we have. If the guard captain is there as well... What if he's got like a Sir Ilan Payne and he's just like, alright, he's here, chop his head off. Great, then we let him go and we spring our uh, surprise, we're all here to kill you. <laughs> so how It's not you... the greatest oh. plan in the world, but it gets us into where we need Quiet. to and the people we... in the room. Can but you also use the manacles that they used 
Wait. How did we get a hold of these manacles? You gave me a pair. I no, have, but no. How did, how, how did, did we get a hold of them? How did you, the bounty hunter, get your hands on dwarven anti-magic manacles? I'm a... No, ma- no I'm a mage slayer. Why wouldn't no. I have them? Because they're, special they're special dwarven specially made, made here. They are here. only made here. You've they never seen them before here. you've been here. Hey, Can I just buy them randomly? I have, no. I have a... The same plan with... Better execution. You're still handcuffed. handcuffed. I know. (laughs) Better execution. Um, About a week back or a few weeks back. You're in uncuffing? Okay. I made spell scrolls to be able to use Dimension Door. That he did. If if you use, if you bring me in... How are y'all gonna? Y'all are just gonna walk in? You think that like like they're saying? They th- you think they're just gonna let you go to the sentencing? Probably not. Well, no. The king needs proof that it's you. Same with the guard captain. Like I said, they're in this. No, no, no. I'm, I'm saying. I'm saying. Look, I'm saying now they're in the same place. All right. But here's how my are y'all question. gonna get in? Here's my question to say. So I'm gonna bring up a couple of points. Number one, Michael's the only person Who not can known get. by the guards. So that means the other five of you are going to have to lay in wait somewhere close-ish, but also how are you going to get into the castle? I didn't say it was a good idea. That's that's why I'm saying a better execution. I've made these dimension door scrolls. So once Still has to be somewhere you've seen to get there. Somewhere, no. Let me read the spell. You can read me the spell, that's fine. Megan, how do you feel about using Thunderous Smite to collapse a hollowed-out mountain onto hundreds and hundreds of innocent civilians? They brought that up while you were moving from the chair. What's her alignment? Her her alignment's neutral good. Oh, okay. It says neutral question mark, but it's neutral good. I'm chaotic terrible, so I agree with this. So, alright, Dimension Door reads... You teleport yourself from your current location to any other spot within range. You arrive at exactly the spot desired. It can be a place you can see, one you can visualize, or one you can describe by stating distance and direction, such as 200 feet straight downward or upward to the northwest at a 45 degree angle. So we could end up in the vault, because I've seen it and I can describe it. You could also end up in the wall. Yeah, and yeah, that is the other part of the, the spell. You can bring along... Blah, blah, blah. If, if you would arrive in a place... Okay. That shitty Nightcrawler power. Mm. Okay, I have one more suggestion. I fucking hate Nightcrawler. Yeah. I can have a stealth into the water as goldfish. <laughs> and then we can just see where we're supposed to go in the Dimension Door. I mean, he's but already this is, okay, this, seen the, it. The Dimension Door thing is for if we want to turn in somebody to get to the king and the, the guard captain. That way the rest of us can just pop up. Oh, okay, into so we're not room. going into the tube and then... Oh, okay. I see. Okay. That's what I'm... That's but, what you're I'm, saying get into the room. But okay. why not just use it to get into the prison? Why are we going to prison? Well, the, guard, the guard captain isn't in the prison currently. I think she wants to save all the people in the prison. The whole thing here, my brain went to getting out, like, trying to save as many innocents and then collapsing the place because the innocents were what you guys were concerned about. Well, that would include townsfolk, though. They're the ones that enslaved these assholes. That's the militia. Well, so you say, but you don't know how complicit the townsfolk are. You really have no idea. Yeah. 
Okay, so I, I want to point out a couple more things really quick. Um, this is the group of people who bought people from a slave auction and kept them as slaves. Who want to now free people, but also maybe just crush everyone to death. You're giving me some weird vibes. I free mine. I mean... Yeah, he's, I, he's probably here somewhere. I'm a literal snake. To go. <sighs> yep. So. He just looks at you with those big blue eyes, and he's like, Papa? Yeah, exactly. I want to eat the baguette. <laughs> wee wee. I want to go wee wee off the side of the ship. <clears throat> just look. All I care about is my circle. I've come to the conclusion right now. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, well, so you guys have a couple of options. You can try and get into the jail and free all the people from there, and maybe start a revolt, fighting upwards. Um. You could teleport straight into the treasure vault. You could Take turn a in a party member and then dimension door the rest of the party 150 feet forward in a direct line, hoping there's not a wall. You can um, go through walls. You can't... What, if, you, if the very dimension? spot you pick to dimension door yeah, is mean, a wall... There would be scouting done beforehand. That's true. No, I'm just saying. Yeah, like Marinel. Do you <laughs> want to collapse the entire mountain onto the city? Uh, you guys got a lot to think about before next week. So, uh, we'll see you guys next time. <laughs> Yay! Congratulations. You've made it to the end of episode 64 of the Metal and Magic podcast. And if you got it this far, you know that I, as well as everyone in the party, also made it to the end of episode 64. Man, that episode was... Difficult, but we had a ton of fun, and also, uh, you know, it let me stretch my improv stuff as well as uh, the fact that I spent the next week writing for all different possibilities of things that could happen. So, I have a lot of unused paper. That will never see the light of day. A lot of words that I typed that no one will ever hear. But that's okay, because that's what this is all about. It's about them making choices and me reacting to the choices. So, with that being said, go ahead and like us on Facebook at Metal and Magic Podcast. On Twitter at Metal and Magic Pod. On Instagram at Metal underscore and underscore magic underscore podcast. Find us on the interwebs. Find us on Discord. Uh, Grayson is in the middle of making all the party members into little cutesy emoji things. Um, And if you go to our Facebook, you'll see where I'm creating pixel art for all of the current party members, Uh, some of which are not to be released yet, but some of which have been. So with that being said, everybody, we love you. Thank you for listening. Thank you for making it this far with us. Have a magical night and a magical life.